0: The Green Show, a 93 but a ticket at theticketfm.com. 12-year NFL veteran. He's got some speed to go with strength. Huskers and Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. Shovel pass to Green into Vikings territory, finally brought down. And University of Nebraska sports coach.
1: Green,
0: Your host, Amon Green. Uh, no. What's
1: up, Austin? Can you hear
0: me? Hey, G. What's going on?
1: Man, not much. How are you doing, Austin?
0: I feel like it's been. I feel like it's been forever since you've got the chance to talk. You've been busy. I've been out of town. Been a right. minute. How's uh, how's everything going with you?
1: Uh, things are moving along a lot better than uh, than last week. I say I just got in the rhythm now of packing boxes and taping them up and putting them in the corner, getting ready for the the move once we get uh, the trucking company on board to see uh, to get us loaded up here real soon. So hopefully, I'm thinking I want to be on the road by this time next week or Saturday of next week. So I would Ooh. love to be on the road and because we, we got a lot of stuff done here. So we I could pack up myself.
0: <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, yes, it feels like you've spent what most of the last what two weeks just box tape, box tape, yeah. box tape,
1: breaking down. We, we we were on our way to fill in our second dumpster of stuff that we needed to throw away probably Ooh. 10 years, 10 years ago to uh, <laughs> the last couple of years. So, but you, because what I usually do every year, moving or not, I, uh, my mom taught me this something we moved them out around a lot and and so she was like you whenever you start to move just you want to get a get rid of the stuff that you know you don't need going to the next place and so guard you know stuff that's just either broken oh you just didn't have time to throw it away get a dumpster throw it away shed the fat she called it shedding the fat so mm-hmm. that's what i say that's what that was last week last week was shedding the fat and then on the weekend what i did was uh when all the bedrooms so all our kids that are grown are gone I went in into their closets those closets and basically boxed up everything and I knew that we we're going to take with us and so now I'm in the garage boxing up stuff throwing away stuff the next stop is the basement and that'll be the final stop which I should be there by tomorrow evening if not Saturday which is the timing that I have been expected so we're on we're on course I like when things I like Excellent. when a plan comes together
0: Right, we like on time. We like on target. Those are good things to be. Which which is the easiest to pack up? Which is the hardest?
1: Uh, clothes. You just throw them in there. Ah. Uh, <laughs> you don't even have to fold them, but you know we fold them at least. And then I say, anything like uh, like electronics is the toughest because you got to wrap them mm-hmm. with bubble wrap, make sure they're they're taken care of because you could drop a box and then. The DVD, the Blu-ray DVD player doesn't work anymore. You know, <laughs> or the TV screen <laughs> <Right>. is cracked.
0: <priced. laughs> right. you,
1: you don't want that happening, damn! Like, man, my big screen is broke. Oh man, the good thing is, big screens don't do not cost as much as they used to years ago. Right. I remember buying big screen for the house that we're in now. And you don't even want to know the price I spent on this picture. <laughs> I don't even want to say it anymore. It just, it's, it's, it's sickening just to know what I played, what I paid for was a plasma 60 inch screen. I don't even want to say the numbers. That's how, how, that's how bad it bugs me. It's like, uh, <laughs> I spent that much money on that. What the heck was I thinking?
0: It's, it's crazy seeing TV technology go from, you know, plasma to 4K and even beyond. What's gaming like on a plasma versus, you know, a, a modern day 4K?
1: It's still good. I mean, so I play on a couple right out. So right to my right is where I used to game and then I streamed in the area too. So I could still play my 360 on there and it still mm-hmm. looks good. Um, the, the good thing about the plasmas, the only thing, the bad part about them was that they're super heavy they right they weigh probably at least 200 pounds if not more, close to 200 mm-hmm. pounds mm-hmm. and so that's either myself or somebody else helping me drag that thing out the house going <laughs> we have a couple <laughs> cracked ones i won't yeah. say who's the, who the who the um violator on that was but uh <laughs> we yeah those things get heavy the older ones get heavy the lighter so the newer models i could i could care i could put it under my arm and, and hug that and, and and bring it up the stairs and put it on the wall put it on the, uh, the bracket so, yeah, little times has changed. Times has changed. So
0: They have. I'm sure you've also been playing, you know, keyboard and mouse. How have, like, computer graphics and monitors changed from when you first started to where they are today?
1: Oh, man. Let's say, okay, well, officially when I first started on a PC is, like, my Apple two days. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was a green monitor with green digits and letters and characters. So fast forward to when... I'm now about to be, I'll say probably two, three years before, three years before I got hired at Lakeland in 2016. No, tw- four years. I got hired in 2020, so four years. I started streaming on Twitch. And I went online, and I was streaming for about four or five months, and I was talking to my chat. And my chat every now and then will bring up, we'll get on a conversation what we're talking about now, monitors and getting a newer screen. I was at, And I always mention it. Yeah, I'm going to get a new one. And finally, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. So I went on uh, my phone, jumped on Amazon, start researching gaming monitors Uh, with the the MSI, uh, Hewlett-Packard, Alienware, uh, Samsung, and then uh, BenQ um, was a few of them. And I just looked at first of all, I was looking at the obviously the refresh rate and then the price. (laughs) That was my priority. (laughs) My, my filter search was a uh, refresh rate. Okay, you got to have it like one, I think it's 160 or one something, something over 100 of mm-hmm. refresh rate. And then the price had to be a good price. It had to be. I was not going to spend on a probably a 30-inch as the biggest and 24-inch as the smallest. I wasn't going to spend like $1,500 on that. And I'm like, no, nah, I can't do that. It's just like, ugh, that's way too much for, for something <laughs> that's just going to stare at me other than me watching and playing video games on it. So I ended up finding a bin Q that had a really good refresh rate and the price was only like 250. I was like, "Oh, this is a steal." Still ordered it, got it in and was like, "Oh my goodness." So I streamed the day I got it, I hooked it up and I streamed Halo Guardians. And I didn't think I would know, I didn't I didn't realize what I was playing on was so par. <laughs> Below average screen, <laughs> and I was playing on a Samsung TV monitor at the time, right. and so I plugged this B- BenQ up. Let me see if I could pull up refresh rates real quick. Man, I pull, I, I get this BenQ put hooked up, and I'm playing Halo, and it's like, oh my god, I was playing in molasses. I was <laughs> not playing on a good monitor. I mean, shout out. I'm not saying nothing bad about Samsung TV, but it was a TV, it wasn't a monitor, gaming monitor, so it was mm-hmm. big difference. And I was like, oh, my, like the whole stream, I kept saying, oh, my God, because I was just shredded through these guys. Like I, was, I, I would have good games. Right. And I, a good game for me was 20 and 20 and 10, 20 and eight or something like that. And I'm like going this. I'm going ham. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is so this makes sense now. Why pros want, you know, fast refresh rates and they want these smaller monitors. And I was like, oh, my God, this is wild. This is unbelievable so yeah i did that for like two hours (laughs) i was like oh my god this is so cool it's so cool well
0: yeah, that's incredible i mean you you don't know what you have until either it's gone or you upgrade you know you learn to play a certain way with the graphics with the the input everything you have and then making that jump i'm sure it felt like a whole new game
1: it did i'm like this is unfair it almost feels unfair I was like, man, so it was like a hundred. it was 144 refresh rate or 104 Ooh, Hertz one okay. millisecond refresh rate. So I was like, I get it now. I was like, oh, my God, I see why pros and, I, and once I got really deep into it. And by the time I got to coaching that screen, ideal professional screen is literally twenty three point six inches. And then obviously the refresh rate is 144 or higher
0: um, Mm -hmm.
1: and one millisecond or less now point millisecond now, I guess. But, (laughs) but it's just like me on the football field. It's like I got to have new cleats that have screw ins that get all the traction, you know, Mm -hmm. on a nice green field. If not, I'm on wet turf. I want the nubbies that give me better grip. So I don't slip and fall when I'm making the cut stuff like that. So you, you just kind of relate that to that in basketball, you know, don't give me a, a flat ball give me a ball fully pumped up that I could shoot the J and make the shot (laughs) you know what I'm
0: saying right so yeah it was it was it was an
1: eye-opener and from that on I'm just like now I gotta I know the difference and I I say when I go to places like I could go to Best Buy I could go to GameStop or I could be out with somebody shopping and I'm like no 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 come here you need this one right (laughs) I'm like pointing you see this refresh rate that's what you want you don't want nothing over. You don't want nothing over 25. 24 is okay. If you could go lower, like 21 or 23, they're like, I'm not a pro AG. I'm like, hey, man, I'm just saying. You might be. A, you might be. be. You might as well be playing with the pro stuff, man. Don't, don't, don't short sell. Don't short sell yourself, you know? Yep, you no kid. Get, get going hard. You got going hard in the
0: paint, man. What do your uh your uh esports athletes at Nebraska play with? Do you know about what they're they're working with?
1: um about what i mentioned i've seen the call of duty team in person and they had their own custom builds they brought all their pcs into the j school um at the end of i think it was end of april right before that's when we were in the quarterfinals and almost to the semis but they were rolling with some good stuff didn't surprise me you know i see them boys play online and then seeing them play in person with the monitors with their builds their custom pc builds was it was all uh like yeah As expected, these are ballers. They know they stuff. They, (laughs) they got they got the game winning stuff ready to go.
0: So I've never actually gone through the process of building a setup on Mm -hmm. PC, uh, the PC itself, the monitor, anything like that. But from what I've heard, what I've watched is it's a big deal, right? Like if if you're going to take the time to put it together and make it your own, what's that like? Building your own, you know, PC monitor gaming setup for mouse and keyboard
1: oh man it's awesome i mean mm-hmm. it's just like i mean if you're a mechanic and you build a car mm-hmm. you know you're you're picking out your engine you're picking out your brakes brake system you're picking out your air, ac unit to stereo system to the windows to everything and so here you know building a pc you know exactly what you want you know especially if you're a competitive gamer or if you're somebody that's just a streamer that wants to play rpgs Um, So, you know, the specs you need. And today where we're at, you know, we are at 40, the fourth they call it the four series GPU. So that's anywhere from a 460 to a 490, which is like unbelievable, not unbelievable, but just like this is getting real. You know, this is the 490 Austin and, and people in the listening here and watching the 490 packed so much power in it by itself that if you had over 40 pcs that we plan to have but we're not going to do a 40 90 in every pc at mm-hmm. the nebraska union esports facility there but if you did you would have to pay pretty much triple the wattage the area can take because the yeah. gpu by itself it's 1500 no it's a thousand watts by itself just wow. one component
0: <laughs> oh my god!
1: Just so, just imagine forty PCs. That's what's that times a thousand? What's that? Four hundred thousand watts? If that you do the math right? Let me see. Let me see. Forty times a thousand. Wow. Forty thousand watts. I was off yeah. a zero. A little too many zeros. <laughs> but still, well, that's a lot. Forty thousand watts. pushing wow. through, and that's not even. That's just the GPU. Yeah, that's, the, that's not the power for the whole PC, the Wi-Fi adapter, the network adapter, the sound, the stereo that you're going to put in it, um, components for that, for sound, components for uh, the monitor. And then you don't have to build your monitor. That's, a, that's the one thing. Unless, I mean, it might be some places, I'm pretty sure overseas, like over in like Korea and Japan, China, I'm pretty sure you could build up a monitor too. That, that would that would not surprise me. That say you go over there and go, like, hey, yeah, you can build your monitor too. I'm like, what in the? What is going on? What is really going on? <laughs> you know. it's so you know having the you know between your motherboard, your CPU, the GPU, the SDD, SSD, all those require anywhere from I say on older computers, I don't say older computers, I will say older computers to about 2020. It was just a thousand watts just to run the whole PC. Now you're talking about thousand watts just for one component, you know. Ooh. So you're talking about for the whole PC, you're talking about almost two thousand watts, almost. Wow. You know, it's like impressive.
0: Well, With I it. mean, that amount of power that you need to power it, better be good. It better run smooth. You better, you know, be watching a movie like you're playing a game. Because if you're not getting that at two thousand watts of energy, what are you even paying for?
1: Right. Yeah. It's, uh, I got a friend who builds custom computers. And I remember and he he's uh he's able to get a I say get along with uh, some former players in the league and NFL. And I think right. the biggest PC he built and it was before the 4090s dropped, so it was probably a 30 a three series in there, was for uh Von Miller. And Von dropped he bought two, he bought one for himself and then the second one was for a giveaway. Ooh. And I think for the one he bought for himself, I think he put $25,000 into it. So I'm like, hey, bro, what does this computer do that you built a computer that costs 25 grand? I got to know. I got, I was like, oh, my God. He's like everything. He said, I'm on everything high end. The GPU, the CPU, the SD drive, everything. Mouse, keyboard, the best, one, you know, top of the market. He wanted everything top of the line. And then he built another one for 10 grand for a giveaway. I was like, what? I was like, I'm just, I mean, that's that's the new, the new young guys in that new, that long money. That's what that is. 35
0: grand on two
1: It was impressive.
0: It was impressive.
1: Wow. He showed me pictures of the computer. It was impressive. A lot of, you know, all the bells and whistles, the the coolant where you could see different colors of the LED lights flowing through it and all that. So, you know, you have that swag, that look on it, you know. So I was like,
0: I feel like you, with if you're going to build a custom, you need the lights, right? Like that's part of it because it's clear. 100%. You see the inside, you see all the pieces. The ones that I've seen are, you know, pretty much rainbow. But the custom yeah. colors, like, that, that's just another, hey, this is mine. I built this. Yeah. It, you steal it. I know it's mine because of the colors, man.
1: And I think that's, a, that's another big st- sticking point of building one, just coloring it out. How many crazy colors can <laughs> I have in it in the light? a uh, multicolor LED that I could hit this button, it'll do this. You could have it do, like, flashing, like if you had a nightclub, like a strobe light. I think he set it on mine, and I learned how to use it myself to where it was, like, raindropping. It was, like, hit, like, raindrops. It was pretty dope. I'm like, oh, So funny. So you could, you could program, and I think that's what gets the kids, because you could program little stuff like that. Like, that's not a big thing when we, if somebody that doesn't know building PCs and the LEDs, what's all about that life? You'd be like, what's that? It's the light. Wait, with these kids, though. I remember at Lakeland, even at here in Nebraska, we're talking about the facility. And all I'm hearing, you know, first thing was like, what about the custom lights, coach? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, we're going to have that. We're going to have. I said, like, I already know. I already know. You know, just red and
0: white or what are what are the colors gonna be? Well, of course,
1: we'll have it where you know certain day, obviously, game days uh have the red and white. And like mm-hmm. if we get a win or a kill, it'll bright, you know, it'll go into some flicker flash or whatever, go big red or whatever colors, you know. But then on a the game day or practice day or off day, we'll have everything in just flying through there because every game has its colors. Uh mm-hmm. players, players have their favorite colors. You know, mm-hmm. maybe we do like a, when somebody's birthday. It's their day. And if it's a game day that when they make a big play, we flash their favorite color up there or something. You gotta have fun. And I say that's what brings the kids in, man. They love that stuff. They love it.
0: Is that something like, that you would have the players on your team run that if they're not playing, they're the ones controlling all that? Or is this something where even students that you know might not know how else to get into gaming might not make the team are they gonna be like on the production end running yes. the, the back end?
1: Both of those. So yep so Mm -hmm. so the kids that because i've already had students current students current uh, students transferring in students from high school that i've spoken to to say and i told them yeah they those those options are available so if you just want to come in and be somebody that your degree is in production in the j school then you're Mm -hmm. at a good place and you could be a part of the esports production team to help us with streams um week in and week out and if it's a player that just happens to be on the varsity roster or on the club team and you still want to do the same thing yes that door is open so then we have basically all hands on deck helping out and they get that real job experience you know those hands on getting their fingers dirty getting in the production room getting in um, holding the camera fixing the audio fixing the headsets the mics making sure everybody can hear and see okay they get all that and because that'll basically then transpire into them graduating and have that experience where they're not nervous Walking on a um, production set for esports event.
0: Right, that's incredible. I love the the different opportunities that are there because, like like you said a few shows ago, you no, know, it's not just the the gaming aspect. Like at the camp that you said you ran, you know, mm-hmm. you, you took them all the way through all the, you know, the different opportunities, whether it is in the gaming or the, the management end, the the stream end, the production end. That's incredible. Do you have any uh, mods lined up for streams? Uh, probably the players
1: it'll be ah, the players I right see. now. So the players that are not playing though cuz we talked about that a little in 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 length and I would say right now be the current players but if it's anybody, you know, out, outside of our circle of, of teams and players then I would obviously have to sit down and have a conversation with them in terms of this is how we're going to run the stream, this is what I want you to help us out with, you know, looking out for toxicity and all that because a lot of the gamers that are on the club team and will be on the varsity team, they, under, they already know what that looks and sounds like that what a chat, what a clean chat looks like during mm-hmm. our game. So that's nobody I could sit down. I don't have to give them the whole riot act of this is what you need to you know, be aware of and watch out for these type of commenters or comments that will be in our chat because we'll be a university chat where we want to keep it clean because we might have high school kids in there that are you know potential recruits. And if somebody comes in there and making it all not fun for everybody, then you got to make sure – and which a lot of kids do, that's already here. Like I mentioned, they know how to get guys, get that uh, person kicked out of there real
0: fast. Smart. Are, are you team, time them out if they're misbehaving? Are you hide them so they can still comment that they're not being seen? Are you straight blocked? Just get them out of here.
1: It depends. I say it's a strike system because I've talked with uh, with Lindsay Z, our new class or club president, and she says she's done both for violators. Obviously, the repeat violators, eventually they get totally blocked out but then, for everybody else, if it's your first offense, you get timed out for a two, an hour, two hours, whatever that first timeout is, is an hour, or two, or more. And then after that, a couple days, then after that, a week, and then eventually, you're like, "All right, man, you can't get it right. See you." You know, <laughs> don't let the back door hit you.
0: Yeah. Deuces,
1: <laughs> all of them. Just say all of them. Like bro, you're gone. Right.
0: And at that point, if they're you know timed out for a week and they come back and they're still trying to start nonsense that is completely on them.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. Cause um, we, we, we have a system where we talk about it. You know, I'll, I would address that if it's somebody in house, I'll address it, you know, with them face to face, or, you know, if with me being in Wisconsin over discord um, and we go have that conversation and say, Hey, this is what got to be done because of this is what you said, you know, in the chat or face to face or what have you. And then they relay the message. I relay the message to Z so she understands who, Um, is the uh, violator and then they take it from there. Like I said, the club team has been running uh, pretty well, pretty efficiently with every president that's come in to um, um, be elected every year for, for the Nebraska team club team.
0: That's awesome. I think it speaks to the, you know, the Testament of kids that were already here, the character they have and the ones that you're recruiting, because especially with, you know, a new program, we talk about that in sports, you know, when a new coach comes in, it's set the culture, right? Culture's got to be right. That's the first thing. And there's no way that's any different for you.
1: No, no. And, and that's the beautiful part that I I paint the picture for someone that i like since I got in Lincoln in January. And I'm talking to – I remember talking to Coach Rule for the first time about it and hanging out with him and some of his coaches. And, and it's like, hey, it's nothing with y'all. It's nothing – we're doing nothing different than what y'all are doing over here. Mm-hmm. And I say, I, I'm looking for kids that can exhibit good leadership, can spread our culture of accountability – teamwork dependability and dedication so we could have the teams uh, to be successful and they already have been so they kind of got that down so i just want to i don't, ain't ain't nothing broke so i'm not trying to fix anything so let's just keep this ball rolling the same way for the kids that are in the, that have been in the club team for the last four or five years some have graduated moved on but for the ones that are like coming in as sophomores and freshmen and then now soon freshmen like i mentioned then they understand the culture already
0: I know DP's thrown a lot of ideas out at you, and I'm sure you have plenty of your own, but a a Nebraska Esports versus Nebraska Football Madden tournament is something I will be front row to watch. Oh, I can't wait.
1: I can't wait. I've already (laughs) played a few of them. Oh, yeah? It wasn't pretty for them. It wasn't pretty. (laughs) Well, I would hope it wouldn't be. You are the pro. I know it it had to be. If it was, it just showed me. I mean, if if I did get beat, then I'm like, hey, I I got to get my game tight. You know, (laughs) know, I just gotta get right. That means these boys putting them in, you know, putting the work in. So, but no, that is definitely on the table in the next couple years. We gotta have that. Eventually, we gotta have to play all the sports that actually has a video game for it.
0: Yeah, you know,
1: we got to do we bowling with the bowling team. I don't know if we're gonna make that one. The, the ladies are ooh, good ooh, and the guys. Cool. Yeah, uh, bo- there I think there's volleyball. There might be volleyball. I think Mario might have a volleyball.
0: Maybe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I know yeah. tennis
1: is out there. They got pro tennis. They got Mario tennis. They got mm. golf. Mario Play some two K. Two K, of course, against the 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 the, the, the basketball men and the, the ladies. That's see, that's the fun part about this. We can say, hey, what's up? We could do this. You know,
0: let's play this yeah. game.
1: Let's see where y'all at. Let's see where y'all pull up on. You know?
0: And I think that that perfectly fits what Trev Albert says he wants with his athletic department. You know, coaches connecting, talking with each other, bouncing ideas off of each other. Yep. You know, bring the programs together, especially once you know you guys hopefully get folded into the athletic department. Mm-hmm. Like I think would be would be smart. Like you're pushing for. What better way to do that than you know, like college Easy. kids, college kids, hang out together.
1: Exactly. Get to know them. You know, get to know each other. And then there's that whole um, inclusion. And everybody's understanding themselves and get to hang out each other. It's like you're not much different. You know, you may look a little different, but you're not much different on the inside out. And with the activities that brings out the competition, it's all the same, Mm -hmm. too. I mean, because I was just thinking about this today to myself, just thinking a lot about, you know, how competitive I am and why it transferred over, because it's just it's just easily there for the games that were presented to me when I first got into gaming. i say as an adult, when I got into Halo and then GoldenEye and then Madden have been there my entire life, it's like that competition is just as serious if I'm getting ready for football from back when I was playing now. And I think that's what the kids are gonna find out once we get to hang out in the lounge uh, that's being built over by the new weight room and stuff. And even Mm -hmm. our facility too, when we have some of the football players, we have basketball, baseball, Coming over softball, checking us out, and hanging out with us, and be like, they get a game going that a Fortnite or a game going a CSGO or Call of Duty or even League of Legends, they, really, they that competition is going to come to the surface, and that's what makes it fun.
0: Is there anything to that that competition aspect that draws athletes into gaming?
1: One hundred percent. I mean, you have almost every element that reciprocates from the actual physical sport. You have the, the you know, I say the parts, the things I don't usually do, I don't do. I'll say I don't trash talk. Um, I don't, I don't what it, uh, kind of showboat or anything like that. But you have that in the games and you're going to have that amongst the players in the place. And you know it's a safe place because it's all for fun. You know, that's where we lay it out on the wall as a coach and say, hey, I know there's going to be trash talking. So just keep it friendly, keep it fun, keep it light. Don't get serious. Don't, don't. Don't get personal and don't take it personal. You know, right. re, re, make sure you let the players know before we do, because we might just do one for fun, or maybe for a fundraiser, and especially for a fundraiser, you gotta lay it down. It's like, hey, this is a fundraiser. We're not here trying to win championships and become a hall of famer in the Call of Duty realm. We're not doing that. <laughs> We're raising money for, you know, the Boys and Girls Club of, of Lincoln or whatever. You know, this is this, this is what this event for. So don't come in here um, Leroy Jenkins off the top rope thinking you about to go pro in a, in a esports game. No, you're, you're here for a good cause. Okay. And so you got to lay, you know, lay that, lay that out there so that they know the atmosphere and that once then everybody's guards down then it can come out and I say, have a good time.
0: Absolutely. So that's the aspect of it where, you know, it's for a good cause, but you're sitting down at home, you're gaming yourself. Mm-hmm. What What's the difference between that competitiveness that you had, you know, on the field to be the best you can in your professional career and the competitiveness you have when you're, you know, supposedly relaxing, you know, yeah. playing video games when it wasn't your day job.
1: Right. So my, my competitiveness in gaming, it's a little bit more calmer because obviously it's less physical. The only physical part is my fingers and my hands and my wrist. But then I got my, my thinking, my thinking is similar to when I was playing, just I'm trying to win. Mm-hmm. What I got to do to win. All right. This game is Madden. So it's football. Okay. I got to score the most points. I got to keep the other team out the end zone. I got to take away his best offensive player or best defensive player. Make sure, you know, they're playing against somebody that used the Rams and they have Aaron Donald in the middle or right, they put him to whatever way position they put Aaron Donald, I run the other way. <laughs> I don't run towards him. <laughs> I run away from Aaron Donald the whole game and make it push because I'll frustrate the player that Mm -hmm. you don't you'd be surprised how many madden players quit before the first half if i'm really 14 points 20 points they quit it's it's amazing it's weird and it's just funny to me because i'm like if you're in a tournament you can't quit you gotta roll this thing out you gotta learn how to fight back um and so you can't rage
0: quit life don't rage quit your
1: video games no you can't so i'm more cerebral i'm not you know because what the physical game a part of my game was being physical so that means i had to be know i was tense i was i was um physical running guys over but now my intensity is in my thinking process and then Mm -hmm. problem solving like looking at the map you know seeing where we're getting attacked and where i'm going to rotate if i'm playing halo um if i'm playing you know madden or nba 2k just knowing how to the mechanics because i don't play 2k a lot make sure i got the shooting mechanic down making sure i know what the steal button is and then, th- then thinking about being a basketball player, like what I'm trying to do, who do I have am I'm controlling stuff like that. So it becomes more cerebral sense. But it's still that intensity is there. So if somebody was sitting next to me, I would pro- I still don't trash talks. So I don't say a whole lot, but I play hard like yeah. I could be losing the game. You wouldn't know the difference because I still be playing coming at you um, in, in the sense of the game itself, trying to win. And so that's where guys I play with or against. They like, man, you get good, you, you get good. Like, man, I don't like the guys that beat me just barely. They're like, man, if it wasn't for that one play, you would have had me. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's how the ball bounced, though. But like, I'm always play hard. So just like physical, when I run guys over, you know, they just you know trip me up before I get in the end zone. And they come under the game. They're like, bro, you a headache, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. so, so I'm just bringing that same element, but more mental element than physical, physical from the football field.
0: I'm a casual. I fully admit that I don't have the time I want to dedicate to yeah. it to be good enough. I mean, I, I can have my good games here and there, but I definitely yep. consider myself more a casual gamer. You know, you, you've done it for a long. You put in the practice. You're coaching it. Yeah. I, 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 there's this term thrown around. I'm not going to say this is what you are in any derogatory way, but sweat, right? Casuals and, and sweats. Yeah, As sweaty, sweaty Is that a term of endearment? Something that if someone called you a sweat, you would take pride in, or are you like? What the heck, man? I'm just good.
1: Uh, I don't know. That's a great question. I probably would take pride in it because I'm like, I'm not. I'm just doing me. This is how I play. If mm-hmm. you want to call me, you want to put a name to it. Be Go be my guest. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you. You know, I was like, I'm not. I'm you know because they, they say and then they have the I, also the one it's the one out there called tryhards, and right. I was like, I kind of take it was a term endearment too. Somebody called me a tryhard one game. I'm like. Thank you. I guess I'm, I'm trying hard to win. So I don't want to come out here <laughs> with a L. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead and be a tryhard. OK, but I'm not going to be toxic. I'm not going to be negative. And those are not well. toxic is the word, but negative is not. But I'm not going to be any of those. I'm going to be a team player. And I'm a, I'll say 80 percent of my teams I play online, especially with Halo in random lobbies, we win. You know, and I'm saying it's all to do with me, but it's when I'm start making out my my uh, call outs, people take notice. They be like, by the end of the game, I get one or two compliments of, "Hey man, that was a good call out. Good job, man. Thank, you. I appreciate you on that." I'm like, "Hey, no problem, man. Anytime." That's what I do. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you
0: know, and communicating isn't trying hard; it's just a baseline.
1: Exactly. That's what. One time, I think I told you this story. I got called a nickname. It was Tactical Timmy because I kept calling out <laughs> all the. <laughs> All the all the callouts like accurately. The so man uh-huh. was like, and he's my teammate too. He's like tactical Timmy. Shut up! I'm like, don't you want to know where the next person you could kill is at? He's one shot over in the left corner, bottom left, but top right. Don't you want to know that, man? You be quiet, man. I'm trying. To, I'm like, all right, whatever. But I kept talking. I didn't, even though he was frustrated. I was like, he's gonna have to deal with this for another five minutes. I'm gonna keep on talking. So you ain't changing my game, bro. You know. I was like, "This is hilarious! Hilarious!
0: That is that is absolutely incredible." Maybe we have to rename this the Tactical Timmy Show for a Maybe. week.
1: <laughs> but yep, we get into end, we get in season. We could do that because we get real tactical about the uh, the uh, commentation of the games and what I was doing, what the team was doing. Get some game film and break it down.
0: That's awesome. So <laughs> you've had a chance to watch some of your players. I'm sure listen to them. Obviously, to play for you, they're going to have to communicate it sounds like they have to get, have their call-outs down and be solid, you know, talking to yeah. each other. Yeah. Who who have you seen on the team that you would say are the best communicators, though, the
1: best of the best? I've seen a few games, so I haven't seen a whole ton of games, but a handful of games for Call of Duty um, and uh, Valorant play as well. And I know from Call of Duty, I know Zeebs, that whole team communicates very well. Um, and a guy that is there. Um, shoutcaster for that Jaden, he does he does the show you know on Saturdays with the group. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he's a really good he knows his stuff. Um, so between them and the whole squad, really, and I haven't seen League, I haven't seen all the Overwatch, I haven't seen um, Rocky League team a whole lot. So I'm just saying those those for now for J. But as the season gets here, and I'll be able to watch practice, watch games, then I'll find out who the best um, t- tactical timmies are out there we're gonna give that that's gonna be the that's gonna be the award of the week for the best call out person tactical timmy award there we oh, go that's
0: incredible there we that's go
1: see awesome. see that person was trying to be toxic to me you he, he see how i flipped that around you
0: know if you if you find the video or your member the gamer tag we need to get an award sent up and just mail it to him like this is in your honor you get the first one you are you are the namesake
1: <laughs> yeah but that was like Shoot. I was like, that might've been almost four months ago. It might've been back in like February or March when Mm -hmm. I was doing that, playing that game. And I got called tactical Timmy. I thought that was.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, at the football stadium, they have, you know, the, the all Americans, the academic all Americans, stuff like that. Yeah. This is my pitch for the esports facility to have a tactical Timmy wall. There we go. Employee of the month sort of thing.
1: I like that. I like that. There you go. Yep. And then, uh, What's another one? It was another one I was called, or what's another between sweaty? Sweaty's good too. I mean, I don't think that's a bad thing. It's just sweaty is like it's saying, man, you in there with some ballers. That's another way right. to say baller. Mm-hmm. Somebody says sweaty. They balling. So you mm-hmm. better be ready. You got some, you got a sweaty lobby today. You're like, oh, okay. How's
0: that working?
1: Yeah, get my mind right. Let's get it.
0: <laughs> uh, that is incredible. I'm trying to think. I, I haven't had a sweaty game in a while. With it being summer, family in town, all that stuff. Yeah. I've just been super casual on Call of Duty and Fortnite recently. But that that's one of my new favorites. Um, thing that's supposed to be an insult when I do have a, a rare good game, someone will say, "You know, go, go touch grass." Yeah, I've like, heard I just, that one. I sat down for half an hour. I had a good game. I got lucky. I'm sorry. I'm I, I'm outside more than I'm on here, but touch grass has quickly become one of my favorites. I,
1: I, somebody said that to me one game too. It was like, "Hey, Batman, AG30, go touch grass, man." I was like, "What?" <laughs> I like that sounds like something my mom would say to me when I was like eight years old. Boy, go get outside, go play out, go go t- go touch some grass.
0: <laughs> Maybe uh, that's where man. this came from. Moms, moms are good about that. Inspire those. uh, my family i don't know about yours when you were you know growing up but your rules were for gaming but my family said the the rules were we could only play on the weekend so monday through friday that's for that's for school work that's for uh practices and whatnot by the time that's done you know it's nine o'clock at night about bedtime weekends then were if you didn't have a game you had to make sure your homework's done and then you jump yep
1: Mine was similar. I could play during the week. I just had to have homework done, which I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but half the time I had football or baseball practice, so I will come home wore out. So I would just eat, yeah. take a shower, eat dinner, and go to bed. But my weekends were set up the same, where the limit was I could play for two hours, and then I had to go touch grass. <laughs> I could stay outside all day until the street lights came on. Mm-hmm. And once the street lights came on, I had to be in, my house, be in the house. You know, Saturday, I would come in, take a shower, Eat dinner and then Saturday night, so I ain't got nothing as long as we don't have to get up early on Sunday. Which that was, a, you know, I had some, some weekends like that where I could take a shower, eat, and then play Legend of Zelda, Tech Mobile, Sonic all night long or put in a horror movie. Let's get it, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah that was that was the spiel. And then Sunday, same thing on Sunday, I could play for a couple hours, go outside, touch grass, and then come back in. And that was a school night now. So it was like, unless it was summer. Yeah. Summer is different, but a school night I had to, I could play till nine o'clock. Then I had to go be bed, be, be be to sleep by uh, 10. So.
0: I'm going to, I'm going to assume the statute of limitations has, has passed on this. Um, I, I have graduated. I have my high school diploma. I have my college diploma. So sorry in advance, mom and dad, if you're listening, but my thing Amon was, it's not anything too bad, but Saturday yeah. morning specifically, my routine would be, I would set my alarm before anyone else would get up. I would wake up in time to watch the Sports Center top 10. That's just what I wanted to see. Yeah. Show me the top 10 plays. Then I'm going, taking my breakfast downstairs and playing, you know, while I'm eating between games, everyone else gets up, you know, I'm just, you know, chilling on my phone, on my yeah, DS right. or whatever. Oh, yeah, I'll get my homework done. Like, I knew I was going to get it done. I always did, didn't have any issues with that. But I was the early riser. I did sneak in some video games many a Saturday morning.
1: Oh, nice. See, I, I yeah, once I got done playing ball, it was kind of, I was kind of the same. I knew that if I didn't put it down on a camera, a calendar, that I would just lose track of time and be in the basement all day long. So I put mm-hmm. on my calendar an hour for Halo, an hour. Or maybe two hours for Madden, and then if whatever RPG I was playing, which when I first retired, it was Gear, it was God of War, mm-hmm. the old ones on PS. I think that was PS two or PS three, and I pl- I went through all of them in like a month. <laughs> and That's when games are short. Okay, they're not <laughs> definitely <laughs> long <laughs> like they are today. I was like, goodness gracious, so I could get through a game in a weekend. Give me two days, games beat. I'm good. So yeah.
0: What are those games that you found it easiest to, to you know, get lost in to lose track of time and you, you look up and three four hours have gone by?
1: Oh, easy. Um, well, God of War was one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Grand Theft Auto.
0: Okay.
1: I played all. I played majority of those. Though so you could get lost in that world. Mm-hmm. Um, I say any RPG. Like I had, I played Hitman. Resident Evil would get a little frustrating because it was so... It was kind of tactical. cause I, Yeah, kind of tactical because you had to find... You couldn't just find the whole round of bullets. You had mm-hmm. to find pieces of a bullet and put the bullet together, and then you have a bullet. Or you could find the pieces of a bullet, and you got to make sure you don't make a shotgun bullet because then you don't have a shotgun. So Resident Evil got... Hey, they got they got they, they thought about it. It's like, man, we're going to make the people build out a bullet to make sure they have inventory so they know how to they got to find the gunpowder. They got to find the shells and then the caps to shut off the bullet and then make sure you got the gun, because if you don't have a shotgun, you can't use shotgun bullets. I figured Throw it out. Really out. Hard. <laughs> right. I found that. Out. I remember one time I was so happy to make the shotgun bullets. I found out I didn't have a shotgun. I'm like, oh, God. I wasted about five minutes of my time and about to die because I don't have a shotgun. And shotgun, you know, in a game is one shot and it's over. Yeah. Nah, I didn't have a shotgun yet. I hadn't found it yet. And that's the other <laughs> thing. You gotta find Resident Evil, you gotta find everything on the map or in the uh mm-hmm. in the building or the city, raccoon city is like, oh you're killing me, smalls. You're killing me.
0: The <laughs> looting part of some games is so incredibly expansive. It, these days yes oh my gosh the way they make you find every little bit of every little thing and then some of you even have the audacity to not have great ui in your inventory so it's hard to find <laughs> who everything is
1: it, it's like they don't give you full definition of some things too because you think something's <gasps> worth it you find out real man that didn't do nothing i just died that fast i thought this was a shield this ain't no shield this is it's killing me fast. <laughs> right I'm like man I thought this gun was bad Pat I thought this gun was powerful than that gun no it's not I just got faked out
0: <laughs> and I guess that's I, I they have to have some of that in there to make you come back and keep playing but yeah don't waste our time don't waste our time we, we have we got stuff to do we want to get three your game we don't want to die
1: yeah you don't want to keep dying there's a lot of games like that out it's just you're dying over and over again to come back <laughs> I'm stuck in uh, Jedi Survivor right now. Oh. And it's, not, it's not even, and it's not of a, it's not a, like you said, trying to kill the bad guy. It's just, I'm on a map. It tells me nothing. I can't get nowhere. I'm actually, I think I'm stuck in this one area. There's no way out and I can't get out to go to the next part of the map. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> so like, come on.
1: Either there's.
0: Spill. Either there's something there or there's absolutely nothing there. And I don't right. know which is worse. <laughs> right. And I'm
1: like, it's, okay, I have, I'm i on this like ostrich animal that's going to help me get through the area. I get on it it's and still. then it can't jump over the walls or it can't get over the mountain. I'm like, what's the point? What? I'm like, they had me go through all this hell and high water. And now I'm stuck in the area with an animal that can't get out of the area either. I'm like, oh, OK, they're going to have to. And that's where the that's where the thinking comes in in, in video games. It makes you problem solve. I'm like, all right, I didn't play this thing eighteen times. <laughs> the last, <laughs> this is the nineteenth. The last eighteen, we haven't figured it out. I don't know what's going to be different about this nineteenth time. But well, here we go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Lucas, going better watch out too, because if they don't give me the answer, scene, you know, that ostrich is gonna go the way the Tontons on hawk. I, I don't
1: know. We'll hopefully see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, I found an. I found some slang. Ooh, let's right. go through it. All right, here's one. It's called "What is a simp gamer term?" So a simp, so S-I-M-P, mm-hmm. is an internet slang term describing someone who shows excessive sympathy, attention towards another person. Oh, that's not a bad thing.
0: Hmm. Ah, huh, simp. It, it, didn't that didn't that word get banned on Twitch for a it little might, while? It
1: might. Ha- hey, it might have. So typically, someone who does not reciprocate the same feelings. In pursuit of affection or a sexual response or a sexual relationship, excuse me. Interesting. Oh, okay. I never knew that. Simp gamer term. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Uh, OG gaming yep. is a observed a- abbreviation of the term original gangster, which in terms <laughs> comes from the seventies and eighties. They're breaking <laughs> it down here. <laughs> it seems strange, but then he said that phrase OG. Would be used in gaming, but it's been uh, widely adopted across all pop culture. Yeah, I think that's like saying "goat," okay, <laughs> right? Much. And mm-hmm. then here's your here here's your definition of you casual gamer. <laughs> Term casual gaming refers to video games which do not require major time investment to play, win, or enjoy. There you go. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, there's a reason the uh, that I'm a casual because I don't win nearly as much <laughs> as you do. Um, I I maybe don't enjoy it as much because I'm not winning, but I, I get what I need out of it because it's right. easy to play, and play, I guess.
1: And sometimes <laughs> that's what gaming is. It's like, look, I just want to get the. I mean, beyond, it's like a drug. Hey, yeah, you get the fix. I mean, no kidding. Yeah, keep it real. This just keep it real. There, it's just like a it's a, the endorphin release that you feel sitting down on your PC or your console controller or a. Uh, Mouse and keyboard. And you go at it.
0: Mm-hmm. And you go at it.
1: All right, let me see this. Oh, no, that's like criminal. We're like getting into like police slang. <laughs> it says oh, Rico. Man. What is Rico <laughs> slang? Um, yeah, that's racketeering influenced
0: by corrupt organizations. Oh, <laughs> well, our yeah. Rico's in Vegas right now. Yeah, so. no, yeah, that's He
1: went cool. to Vegas with DP. Yeah, they're getting all serious now. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm talking about <laughs> video game stuff.
0: <laughs> okay, so I'm going to throw this one to you because... In my my formative gaming years, I didn't understand it. Okay. Overpowered. OP, right? Yep. So when I first heard overpowered, I thought, what does that mean? The gun sucks? It's really bad? Because I thought if it was overpowered, everything else is better than it. But it's overpowered in that it has too much power. So that took me multiple months to wrap my head around.
1: Exactly. So I'll help you out with this. So I think it's a generational thing. Okay. Okay. you're in what generation Z
0: I'm right on that borderline between Z the to X. Gen Z. Yeah. I'm
1: like I'm like borderline I'm like a um like Neo so I'm like Z and X okay because, of, because of whatever so it's the generation their feelings about that because mm-hmm. the generation of today's gamers so like the kids I'm coaching the kids I will be coaching that's in high school the kids I will be coaching that's in middle school, they think that's unfair to, for something to be OP. Okay. So back in our day, I'll say back in my day, OP was, man, you better get, you better adjust. You better deal with it. You Find know? a way. You better yeah. find a way. Yeah. <laughs> that was OP <laughs> to me. If somebody was OP playing a video game, playing a game of 21, playing some throw-up tackle in the front yard, hey, Ain't nothing you can do about it. You better try to stop it. That's it.
0: Bo Jackson and, and Techmo Bowls type stuff. Bo
1: Jackson, Techmo Bowls, exactly. It's like, okay, you better figure out, okay, you better pick the 85 Bears defense if you're going to play against the L.A. Raiders in Techmo right. Bowl. That's, right. That'll help that OP out with stopping <laughs> Bo Jackson because you got the refrigerator pair. You got Mike Singletary, Dave Durlson. You got some ballers on that defense that could maybe get to him before he hits the edge and hit the corner and he's out.
0: Mm-hmm. So I, that's what I tell
1: my players. I'll say, hey, if something's OP. Hey, you just got to figure it out, make that adjustment, try to slow it down. Something you ain't got to stop them. But if you slow them down a little bit, is all you sometimes you probably need because you got your teammates to help you out. Like, right.
0: Hey. And that's good gameplay, right? Something yeah. really good has a counter. Yeah. It'd go good in different ways, counter in different ways. I do wonder, too, how much of that kind of generational divide has to do with the, the frequency and availability of updates, right? because True. now you can just flip a switch take something from you know king of the hill to trashy never used in the blink of an eye
1: yeah and that's the game developers playing it. I say part of it is paying attention because obviously when they update a game and they say face out they find out something that's really OP and the players don't like it then they were like all right next update we'll just tone that back we'll bring that back a little bit so that's them paying attention to that because you know right away. Because, for example, in Overwatch 2, um, it was a character, hold on, let me look it up real quick, that they oh, that they uh, updated. I think it was Weaver. And let me, let me type it in Weaver. Is it Weaver? It was Weaver or something Weaver. Life Weaver. And she was super OP. Because her ultimate was a... She's a healer. So she heals her all teammates right. up. So her ultimate was so powerful that while she's healing, her, she could still lay people out with her guns. Mm. Like, her guns were that powerful that when the tree was down, that's healing everybody, she could still be... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's laying people down and healing people at the same time. So everybody was like, oh, no, nah, this is too much. She can't be both good at killing people and healing people all at the same time. Like... Hey, this is just. Why that's not? Like, why not? I was like, I, that's that's I like because I was talking to some of the players on the club team that come to the show. It was Sam and it was Sam because he does. He manages uh, the Overwatch team. And I said, I said, that sounds like a good thing, Sam. He said, well, uh. <laughs> and you saw the, <laughs> you saw the difference in reactions to that being me, me being me. Like, uh-huh. Hey man, just adjust to it. You know, figure it out. They're like, no nah, man, he can't be killing people and healing people at the same time. That's just too much.
0: <laughs> I I feel like there's a big difference too between something that's op and it adds enjoyment, right? Everyone has yeah. a good time using. Like you're okay with it because everyone's doing it, and they just know it's the strategy. Right. Versus yeah. The, yeah. the cheesy op with with no counter, right? Where only one person is allowed to to do this or be this. But or no, or no. Or know about it. Right. And, and that's where I think there's a fine line for developers because you have to have something that, that stands out to draw people to your game that you know is isn't necessarily guaranteed easy mode, but makes it easier. But that also doesn't ruin the enjoyment for people that want to try something different.
1: Or they just got to adjust.
0: They got to suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> yeah.
1: Let me yeah. see. I, mean, I was reading this Gene, uh, Life Weaver and her power or her ultimate it is hold on let me go back it is the, it's called the healing blossom and hold on let me see if i can get the whole definition the healing blossom and what does it do what do you do abilities here we go da 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 healing per second 57.7 while firing at full charge and 55.2 overall with reload. So that's her healing. That's her healing per second. So 57.7 health bar goes up basically full. It's almost half full when she's healing yeah. people.
0: Because so, I was going to say, I mean, what, the the uh, DPS characters probably have, what, 200 to 350
1: something HP? Something like that. In? Yep. Exactly. So, yes, she is OP, but it's like, hey, you got to adjust. Got to learn how to take her out fast in the game, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that, that's part of the, I would think, the fun, right? How do you learn to adapt? How uh, Try yeah. something out. If, if this didn't work, like you said, with Jedi Survivor, you, you try yeah. 18 things, why not try the 19th thing?
1: Exactly. It's going to be hopefully not, just a few more tries and I'll get out of there. So it says hold to charge a healing burst, released to heal a targeted ally. So you could be healing and then also targeting the enemy and taking them out too. So that's that was in, in a developer's head, that's like, oh my God, I just thought of the perfect character.
0: <laughs>
1: she heals and kills at the same time. God. And she's very powerful. And of course, everybody doesn't like her. I'm like, man, you gotta like that. I know I'm gonna play it. This weekend and I'm gonna have me some fun with Life Weaver.
0: I I feel like that's a very beta thing, right? Let's just try this out, just see how it is for fun. We we may or may not launch it that way, depending on reception, but yeah, there's nothing like a good beta to, to work some of that stuff out.
1: Yep, yep, and that's why these updates are interesting. You know, when they come out, they're basically testing to see what happens, you know, see how the the pros, the amateurs, the consumers that play this game. And what the feedback is, and they'll have it instantly. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure Activision Blizzard knows the ones that's gonna, the gamers that's gonna contact him (laughs) as soon as they update it and play one round. Like, at least I'll play like five rounds of of the game before I'll give feedback. I mean, but it's, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there are consumers of Overwatch 2 that play one game as soon as one thing is off, they're like, man, I'm calling. I'm complaining it's a blizzard. This is not right. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> My thing with Activision is that it feels like they release their games in beta. They'll have the the open beta weekend, but then there's yeah. just it just feels incomplete at the start. And like I get it the, the way the the industry is moving to some degree is a little bit more content drip than, you know, everything up front all at once. Mm -hmm. But looking back through Call of Duty, the amount of content that was in, you know, Modern Warfare 3, Black Ops 2, that sort of era, compared to where games are launching now, like, it kind of is beta-ish, just in terms of the amount of content.
1: Yeah, I agree. Like, I'm not... It kind of... It's like, this. give us the finished product, you know? Finish it all... Yeah, I mean, if you're going to add in, like, I don't mind an update. Update is just you're adding something new to the game make it more fun Mm -hmm. or different. But don't have a launch of a game and it's not completed unless you had COVID going on, like with Cyberpunk 2077. They, you know, they had COVID. So they did try. They made a valiant effort, a valiant effort, but it did not go through. But they're now updating it with new updates to fix the game. Mm -hmm. So that's where, you know, that's the one on the only situation where a developer could say, you know, well, we tried and didn't get it because obviously it was a world pandemic, but outside of that, a lot of games could just make your game first and then update it, you know, update it in the year after the game is launched, but make sure you have every, all the bells and whistles going uh, for the game to make sure it's the product that you want for the consumers to compete, to play on.
0: Right. Especially if, you know, you're, you're a first release of a game, or like Call of Duty on a three-year cycle, you would think that three years would be enough to get everything into a game that needs to be there, right? Yep.
1: Yep. You think, yeah, because it's just, they make the same game every year,
0: correct? Essentially, (laughs) essentially.
1: (laughs) So it's, it's like Madden. Like, I know a few guys at EA, and as soon as Madden 2024 drops next month, they'll be working on Madden 2025. The next day, mm-hmm. so it's like, mm-hmm. why didn't you finish the game? You have you have a whole year, a year. You got twelve months, three sixty-five, mm-hmm. and you telling me you still this is in beta? Like, no. Nah. All right, all right. That makes <laughs> sense.
0: Thanks, I guess. But right, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'd say we just got a couple minutes left here. What's what's on tap? What what you uh, got?
1: I'll say real quick another term that I learned is called throwing.
0: Throwing. Okay.
1: So just like throwing a baseball, throwing a football. Mm -hmm. But it's been happening in the League of Legends and Valorant space where pro players are getting bought off and throwing matches. Really? Yes. And I'm like, these are kids. These are 18 to 20 four-year-olds being bought off to throw a match and so I, because i heard one of my friends said hey yeah so-and-so was throwing i'm like what you mean throwing like exactly i mean i know what you think what i think what you mean he's like yeah Yeah. because he wanted to lose the game i'm like oh but you have some people that do it in a line of lobby that just do it because they just want to get out the lobby or they just want to lose it anyway so i'm like that don't make sense but okay anyway
0: You would think the prize pool for winning would be bigger than what you'd be offered to throw. Exactly. I Hypothetically.
1: I oh. hope. <laughs> it, it makes smart. sense. You'll be yeah. smart too. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, on enough on that, but yeah, I got more packing to do. I'm going to get out of here, head up to the garage. Hmm. Um, my, my timeline hopefully lines up to next weekend where we could be on the road again. Yes. To Texas. And then I'll be back in, in Lincoln sooner or later for Actually, the rest of the summer and then the rest of the school year for our fall season, fall school year starting up. So that's what's up to say
0: for me. What about yourself? Actually? Yeah. That's just, you know, pressing buttons and talking. It's what I got, it's what <laughs> right. I do. And so. hey, that's what I
1: do too. So Pressing press buttons and talking. And so I started doing a whatnot selling, selling Ooh. some of our stuff on what the whatnot app. So that's been interesting. That's been fun. So.
0: Let's let's save that for next week. You're your whatnot stories. That's Ooh. a whole, whole yeah, other world. That's awesome. Uh, yep. He's Amon Green, the Husker legend, Hall of Famer, Green Bay Packers leading rusher. Back in Lincoln hopefully soon. AG, yeah. it's been a pleasure. Good luck with the rest of your packing.
1: Hey, Sam here, Austin. Appreciate you. Talk to you soon.
0: For Amon, I am Austin. We got more ticket week nights coming up next. We'll have the Junior Achievement Hour. We got uh, Tony, we got Tyson in the building. Uh, we'll get with them. Again, for Amon, I'm Austin. It's been a blast. We'll talk to you soon.